Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I'm Annika Jackson here with another episode of Your Brand Amplified, and I am so thrilled to welcome a friend and a client from Houston, Jennifer McDonald of Garden Girls to the show. Jen, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know that you are so busy every day um, doing your work with your partners and beautifying and educating people all over Houston and beyond about what you do. So before we get into Garden Girls, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your background. Were you always an entrepreneur? You know, how did you get led to this path to start your own company? Well, okay, I would say that I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but I didn't always have like the the business side of the of being an entrepreneur is the hardest mm-hmm. for me. And so I always wanted to do something creative in either interior design or home styling, um, something of that nature. But I guess I felt limited because of the business side of this. Mm. And so I, I was always a great soldier. I always thought I was a really great employee, but in the back of my head, I would, I always wanted to own my own business. I just wasn't sure if I could do it. Nice. And, um, were you always, what did you go to school for? Did you go, look, well, go into interior design or no, what was that funny. I actually started in political science. And uh, then I realized that that was going to be a really heartbreaking career. Mm. And so I did a complete um, 180 on what I wanted to do. And I went into like exercise physiology and Mm. graduated with a degree in sport management. Oh, wow. Okay. So (laughs) I know it's so strange, but I worked for the Seattle Mariners baseball team for a while. And then I went into pharmaceutical sales And uh, that was a really good chance to sort of run my own business in a way, Mm -hmm. because I was running my own day in my own territory. Um, And in my 20s, it was a great, great great job to have. Mm -hmm. And then once I hit my 30s and got married and settled down, I kind of had the opportunity to sit back and say, what do I really want to do? If I could do anything, what would it be? And I started in home styling, sort of DIYing and home styling. I'm a calligrapher, so I did that as well. And then right before COVID, I learned all about gardening. And I thought, ooh, this is something that I could really capitalize on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, you've always had these creative pursuits, which yes. I love. And then how did that lead you? You discovered gardening. How, what did you do then? Because I know like there's so many different types of gardening and depending on what climate you live in and what you want to get into. Yes. Well, so I grew up in California in a little house in the Napa Valley and my father had a garden, a great big garden. And so I was never the one that was actually doing the gardening, but I really appreciated that as a background. Mm. And I loved spending time with him in the garden. So he would be tending to all the crops and I would be eating the freshly harvested (laughs) peas. I remember this distinctly. And so it was always a part of my life. I just didn't know how to do it. And then when I became an adult, it was actually a movie um, by Nancy Myers, who's this incredible set designer. She did Father of the Bride and You've Got Mail mm. um, and It's Complicated. I actually saw one of her sets in the movie, It's Complicated. And Meryl Streep had this gorgeous, 
huge garden that looked too good to be true. (laughs) And when I saw that, I just was like, I want that. I have to have that. And my husband's like, you can't even grow a strawberry. How are you going to do that? And it's true because I didn't know what I was doing. And I just said, well, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn how to do it. And so that really sparked this desire. It was, it was, it started with a desire to have a certain look for Mm -hmm. my house, Mm -hmm. which was this beautiful garden. But then once I actually started to garden, it evolved into so much more and it became this beautiful passion. But I, I will be the first to tell you that I didn't know what I was doing when I started. So like most people who begin gardening, you kind of fumble your way through it and Mm. you, you try to fake it until you make it, but you really do have to start from the basics. It's like learning a new language. Mm. So then COVID hit and I found myself with a lot of extra time on my hands. Yeah. And my three daughters were at home doing homeschool each in a different room. And guess what? I ended up going outside and that's (laughs) when I started learning about gardening. And I really did study it as if it was a course. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the things that grow well in Texas are not the same things that grow well in California. The seasons can be a little bit different. And so then I I built a garden bed and that's how I started this, Mm. this craft. I love that you drew inspiration from so many different places, from growing up with your father gardening, from seeing, you know, because you already had an interior design aesthetic and staging aesthetic. And then so taking it from movies and going, Ooh, this is what I want to do. And what I, and I, I think this is a lot of every entrepreneur needs to think about these things, right? Even like you said, I mean, the business side of things doesn't come naturally to many of us. I feel like I'm either meet entrepreneurs like you and myself, who we know we're passionate about something, we're going to figure out how to do it, but we have to study the craft. We have to study how do you put together your business structure? How, you know, what are the things you need to know? Just like you had to learn what kind of gardening to do in the climate that you're in right now, what would work best and raise beds. So that's a different kind of gardening than just planting, you know, in the ground, right? Totally different. Yes. And really, I fell into a great, it was a great time because COVID was naturally keeping people at home, Mm -hmm. but people wanted to learn something new at that time. So if they weren't baking sourdough bread (laughs) in their gardens or, you know, my daughter picked up um, knitting. And so it was a time where it was, it was rough because people could have gone two ways. Either you kind of become depressed and you let it overwhelm you, or you say, okay, I'm here. I have to make the most of this. And so aside from organizing my house and my pantry (laughs) different times, um, I really took it as an advantage of like, when will I ever have this amount of time on my hands at my house to be able to do something that could benefit all of us in the long run? Yeah. And so starting the gardens uh, led me to a company that actually was a garden design company. Mm. And so I took a position with them and I learned more hands-on experience um, by becoming a garden designer in Houston. And I met my two business partners now. They were both garden designers with the same company. It was just the three of us. And we really hit it off. We loved working together. And so we had never 
discussed starting our own business until, gosh, I think it was probably after a year, maybe a year and a half Mm -hmm. with that company. And then we said, you know, we're doing all this work. Why don't we do this together Mm -hmm. as a business? Like, why are we working for someone else? We're all fully capable of doing this. And luckily, one of my business partners is actually a lawyer. And so she loves the business side. (laughs) And my other business partner and I are more like, we're definitely more of the creative side. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a perfect fit. Wonderful. What are some, and I know that's also a question a lot of people have when they're starting a business. Do I have partners? Do I not have partners? There are advantages and disadvantages to both. What would you say are some of the advantages? I mean, you, you've named a couple. Yes. Having somebody who has that business mind, uh, I'm sure. Well, she- and I think it depends on the industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. Because gardening, we always say, is more fun. It's a social, um, it's a social experience. And mm-hmm. so gardening alone is okay, but gardening with somebody else is way more enjoyable. Yeah. And so. We, to be honest, we missed working together when we were all working for the mm. same company because we would be on different design projects mm-hmm. and it was very little interaction between us because I would be with my installation crew and then they would have their installation crew. And so we never really overlapped, but we really did enjoy each other's com- company. And I thought I thought that we would work well together because we all complemented each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. And so... When we decided to do this and after we launched, um, we found that that really was the case. Three minds are better than one and three different ideas are always better than one. So it's been a really great um, experience working with them. Wonderful. And and you said that so you're designing garden beds. Mm-hmm. What is that process? Because I don't, I don't even know if most people know that that's a career separate from the landscape artists or, you know, other people who are involved in making our yards look beautiful. <laughs> well, see, that's the fun thing too, is that if there's not a career for what you want to do, you can always make one. Nice. Make one up, <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. now there's this, this great um, need for garden designers. And what we mm-hmm. do is we set up a consultation with the client where we'll come out to your home and we'll look at your space and we'll evaluate the entire area for the best location. And then we design it based on the architectural style of your home hmm. and um, and also your personality. So we wanna design a garden that fits your lifestyle, whether it's a cocktail garden that's full of herbs or a pollinator garden because you have kids and they wanna track the life cycle of butterflies, hmm. Or it could be a fully productive culinary garden Mm -hmm. because you love to cook. And so we want to get an idea of your space, uh, the sunlight, what you want to grow. And we spend about an hour looking at different options Mm -hmm. on um, the location and then also the materials that we would use. So we could use uh, untreated cedar or steel or brick or stone. Uh, These are 100% custom designed turnkey gardens. And then we we evaluate the process of what happens next. And we discuss the entire timeline. And this is really like, we are the Cinderella fairy godmother gardeners because (laughs) at nine o'clock in the morning, you wouldn't have a garden 
Mm -hmm. And if you decide to install with us, then on the day of installation, you come home at five o'clock and you do have a garden. Ooh, it's incredible. It sounds like one of those um, TV shows that I know my daughter and I love to watch the shows where they do a house in a day and people come home and they're like, oh my gosh, my house is completely transformed. It's insane. It is like like (laughs) a makeover for gardens. You're right. It totally is. And the, the biggest, the most, most fun reveals are like school gardens or gardens where there's families and the kids can come out and where there was once nothing, it becomes the most special place of your yard. Mm. So it's fun to watch. Mm. Definitely. Uh, What would you say is the most surprising thing about moving into entrepreneurship? And now you can't just, not just, but you're not just doing the creative stuff that you love, the design elements, all of that, but you also have to think about the marketing and the PR, the, you know, the business development, all of those aspects. Yes. Well, the most surprising thing is that you, you do not pay yourself for a very long time. (laughs) Um, Because it's funny that I I would think that that's the scariest part about branching out and becoming an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And certainly we felt it as well because we were used to getting very stable paychecks. Yeah. And then the second you own your own business, you're investing in marketing and computers and, um, you know, inventory and other things. And mm. so it's really, it becomes a labor of love more than mm-hmm. I have to do this to get paid in two weeks. Um, and that's okay. That's something that you just, you get used to as an entrepreneur that yes, this is going to work. You have to trust the process and it's not going to happen overnight, mm-hmm. but it does happen. Yeah. And I think um, to your point, you're, you're investing in your team as well, because when you, even when you worked with the other company, you were the designer and you had a whole team of people that helped you put the vision to life. Yes. And so you have to have all of those, the, like you said, the tools, the computing systems, um, the inventory, and then the salaries and wages for people. Yes. So it's, it's a pretty big undertaking. Definitely. Definitely. How many people typically... Um, if you're just going to a home, mm-hmm. how many people would typically be there for the installation that day of? Probably around nine. Mm. So usually the two co-owners and myself, we all try to do an installation together. The great thing also about having three of us is that we're all moms. And mm. so if one has high school interviews, like what what's happening right now is there's a lot of high school interviews. And so one mom will be doing that or one mom will be out of town or, you know, at a college weekend, mother and son weekend. And that's fine. That's why it's great that there's three of us. Mm-hmm. So usually there's always two to three of us at the installation. And then we have a crew of six guys that come and actually do the labor. Mm-hmm. We have a great project manager. Uh, we have an irrigation specialist. Mm. We have a female steel fabricator that we absolutely adore. Um, and then we have our carpentry team, but it just depends on on what is going into that installation. So usually our cedar beds will be delivered the day before. Mm-hmm. And then if it's a steel installation, the steel fabricator herself will come out with uh, her own crew to help unload those steel beds. Usually nine people are out there. Yeah, yeah, so that's quite intensive. Yeah. Yeah. And do you uh, work just in the, not just in, but like the Houston and the greater Houston area or in Texas, or do you work in other states as well? So we are mostly just in the greater Houston area. We are branching out to Round Top. Mm -hmm. um, And then we can go usually within an hour and a half of 
Houston is where our most of our installations mm -hmm. are. We can also do virtual consultations, which is fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, and then actually my own mom lives in Napa Valley. And so I just set up a little house for her and I was able to do a little garden out there for her. So we're not limiting ourselves in the future to just being Houston centric. But for now, since the three of us are here, that's where we're based. Mm -hmm. Well, and you mentioned that the three of you are moms. Do you think that this is potentially an opportunity for you to franchise and employ other moms in the kind of business? Wonderful. Oh, we would love that. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And it's it's a really flexible position, which is fantastic. So, and most of the gardens that we do are for moms. So it's funny because we we say that as moms, we've become very efficient in getting mm -hmm. things done. <laughs> and I think that that takes a very good organized um, schedule and team and everything mm -hmm. to make sure that it's done the way we want it. Yeah, 100%. What continues to inspire and motivate you? Oh my gosh. Well, the funny thing is, I dream about gardens. I think about them all day. When I come home after a long day of planting somebody else's garden, the first thing I do is go back to my own garden. Oh my gosh. Uh, travel really inspires me because whenever we go uh, to a different city, I'm always looking for gardens. Mm -hmm. And I was just back in Napa Valley about a month ago, and my mom lives near the French Laundry Gardens in Yonville. Oh. And so whenever I have a chance to go there, I love to go see what they're growing because it's just the most beautiful, um, fresh vegetables and herbs. I mean, you can't even imagine. It's just like an acre full of these things. So it's it's always travel that really inspires me. But um, I don't know. Nature inspires me too. The seasons yeah. change. Yeah, it sounds like gardening isn't just work for you. It's, no. it's a creative outlet. It's, you know, you're creating healthy food. Um, mm -hmm. and it sounds like also mentally it's been something really good, if, especially if you're going all day and like helping other people design their gardens and you're still wanting to come home yes. and work in your garden that I don't know a lot of people who could say that. <laughs> it's like a librarian coming home to read, <laughs> but it's just something that I didn't know I could love so much. And I do. It's like, I really feel like I found this special thing. And I hope that my kids find that too, because mm -hmm. if you can, if you can get that for yourself or your own children, boy, that's what life's all about. Mm. That's so lovely. Now, is there um, a project or two in particular that really stand out to you as something that you saw the joy, you know, that was extra joy on people's faces, or it just really tugged at your heartstrings? Um, when you finish the install? Well, yes, we just wrapped, actually, it was our biggest garden. It was um, for a, a friend who has three daughters and they moved into a home that they basically took down to the studs. So it's mm. been like, I think a year and a half of complete renovation on this home. And when I saw the, the space for the garden, it was just kind of a mud pit. It was behind the pool and... I knew that the client couldn't envision what I had in mind for it, but I said, mm -hmm. I want to build you an outdoor garden room. And she was like, okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I said, just trust me, just trust me on this. And she did. She put all of her faith in us. And we built this garden that was like a 30 foot by 
it was like a 30 foot by 30 foot uh, square, basically. Mm. And we put in four L-shaped gardens. Mm. And then we framed the inner L's with more gardens that were kind of a stair step. So it was like two different levels of gardens. And then we did arches connecting each L. So if you can imagine, there's four arches that basically outlined a square room. And then on the inside, we did this beautiful custom fire pit out of limestone. Wow. And we styled it with these gorgeous pencil reed chairs and some beautiful green spheres. And it just came to life. Mm -hmm. And once we planted it and it had all this beautiful lettuce and broccoli, mm -hmm. and everything's growing right now. We put passion vine on one of the arches and mm -hmm. passion vine attracts a certain type of caterpillar, which becomes, oh. it's called the virility uh, butterfly. So it's a special butterfly here in Texas. And when we put the passion vine out, we would see this butterfly come and lay her eggs on the leaves. Oh and then we'd come back and check on the garden and there would be like 20 or 30 of these caterpillars that you just know are gonna form a little chrysalis and become a beautiful butterfly. Mm. And she called me last week and she was almost in tears. And I said, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And she said, I just wanna let you know that this is our favorite part of the renovation. And she said, my kids go out every single day and they count the caterpillars on the leaves. And it's it brings her so much joy. And this is somebody who's not a gardener. Mm. But they're learning together. They're all going to become gardeners. And her husband really loves the fire pit. And it's a it's become a place where we want gardens to be an experience, not mm -hmm. just kind of a pass by. We want you to stop and stay mm -hmm. and enjoy it. And so by creating this outdoor garden room, we've given them a whole other place to enjoy together. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell how much your passion comes through. Um, oh, so exciting. What is next uh, for you and Garden Girls? I know you're a fairly new business, but you're, it seems like you're getting pretty well established in the market you're in. So what do you, what are your dreams and ambitions for where you want to take your brand? My goodness. I feel like the sky's the limit for Garden Girls. Mm -hmm. And we are just approaching our one year anniversary and we've had some incredible milestones this year. We want bigger projects. We want schools. Mm -hmm. We want culinary gardens. We want commercial spaces. We want to extend the reach beyond residential gardens. Mm -hmm. We want everyone to have a garden, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> school gardens to me are very special. And I, I feel like the need in Houston is great for school gardens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for school gardens it's not only providing education, it's also providing a source of food potentially for kids who might be in neighborhoods where they don't have good food resources. Absolutely. Um, also going back to the benefits you've been talking about, the mental health benefits, just the joy of exploration. Absolutely. And having a safe space. Kids don't always play hmm. the same way. And if you can provide a garden as a safe space for kids, wow who may not be as um, needing as much physical, intense play, just going into a garden and having some quiet time and exploration, mm -hmm. that's another form of PE. And yeah. kids need that. Kids don't learn the same way. 
they don't play the same way Mm -hmm. and they should have that space. Yeah, that's beautiful. And is there anything that you'd want to share with an inspiring um, aspirational entrepreneur, somebody who's figured out maybe their passion and now they're ready to pursue it, but they're not, you know, they haven't started their business. They're not a year into their business. I would say you just have to go for it because there will never be a better time. We always say it's like having kids. It's never a great time right. to have kids. Right. There's never a great time to start a business. You can feel financially secure. You can feel emotionally secure, but you have to jump into it. And mm-hmm. for generations before us, we had grandparents who would, you know, come to this country with nothing right. and make something of their lives. And so we only get one life. This is it. So if there's something that you're passionate about, you have to just go for it. Thank you. Now, Jen, how do people find Garden Girls and follow you on social media, go to your website to get a consultation? Yes. We want everyone to come and visit us. So our website is www.gardengirlstx, Garden Girls Texas, basically. It's gardengirlstx.com. And all the social channels were at Garden Girls TX. Makes it easy for people to find. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. And do you have a favorite quote, mantra, verse, something that you live by? Yes. So I always live by the phrase that we always tell our kids, we, we always tell our kids that they can do anything, right? Mm-hmm. But as moms, do we always take our own advice? Oh. So what I would say is if you're telling your kid that they can make the volleyball team, but you're afraid to start a garden because you think you're going to fail, you need to reset that mind. Do what we tell our kids every day. If we know they can do it, we know we can do it. You just have to start the right way. That's it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today, for sharing your journey and your information and your inspiration. Love hearing what you're doing. I can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, I, yeah. And I, I think that you're going to be able to achieve everything you want with doing commercial gardens, school gardens, everything, anywhere. So (laughs) awesome. Well, thank you to our audience for coming back and hearing another inspirational story from an entrepreneur today on your brand amplified. I'll be back again in a couple days with another great episode. Want more? Check out amplifywithannica.com or follow me on socials at amplifywithannica.com.